Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Real Estate Trifecta. My name is Carlos Salinas, Mr. You Don't Need 20%. Back at it again for another episode of The Real Deal. This is episode nine, second to the last episode for season one. We are ending it, and we are ending it with a bang for the next couple of uh, episodes. We have some amazing guests that are going to be here in studio. Uh, the Trifecta looks a little different today. Yes, it does. You know, yes, we got my man Evan from RCG Mortgage. Evan's in the house. Sitting in for Mr. CFP, Lou Soriano. Unfortunately, Lou got locked up. He's like, nah, I'm just playing. Lou is fine. Join a little family time. Lou is tied up. Lou is tied up. We was say you got locked up. Lou is tied up. He's not here today. Uh, he is out doing what he has to do as far as his business is concerned. Brother, we respect you. Uh, we love you. We miss you. And, uh, you know, we look forward to having you for the last episode of the Real Estate Trifecta. Today is a very special episode. Today we have Nelia Escobar in the building for our mental health episode. Licensed social worker coming in to bless us with all her knowledge and what it takes to deal in mental health and, you know, what it takes to move in that realm. But before we get into it, I want to pass the mic to my boy, my brother, the OG, Mr. GQ. I like the, what is, what, what color is that, brother? Is that a turquoise? What, what we got going on today? A little teal. A little teal? Your, your, your olive green. The Man. Shirt, the shirt is in the game. Money, money green to money match green. my, money, money green, green to match my cream. You know yeah. what I'm Whoa. saying? Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Yes, sir. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Yes, sir. I am Kevin Spann, Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. Mm. Happy to be here once again yes, sir. on the real estate trifecta. So happy about the episode we're shooting today. That's right. Uh, mental health awareness. To that's have a right. And social work. That's in right. The I think that's top of the mind. So I'm going to cut it short. Mm. Kick it to my brother on my left. There you go. Mr. Evan. So, so deaf. You got to see a shoe game. <laughs> Evan, so, so deaf. Russell, talk Hello. to the people, Evan. Yeah, if I was flexible enough, I would show that shoe game. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. Evan Russell here with RCG Mortgage, mortgage loan officer and certified mortgage planner, customizing mortgage solutions to fit my clients' needs and wants. Mr. Mr. CMP. Mr. CMP. Mr. Mortgage Planner. Yes, I sir. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. And I love the content we're about to put out here today because it means a lot to me. Got to be honest with you. Mental health and, uh, you know. Mental health awareness. Mental Absolutely. Health awareness is something that is critical. Absolutely. I, I, I think you're right. I think it's critical for everyone at all times, but especially this time because of where we're at, because yep. of what we're kind of coming out of yep we if we're kind of coming out of i'm not saying anything is over yep i avoid words like the new normal yeah um but what i what i can say and i can't wait to discuss is um how many of y'all watching or listening to this feel like yourself so oh yeah that, that that's what i'm that i'm curious to talk about so 100%. yeah i'm really excited about today's episode to be able to pick up things myself and share with you as well absolutely um but and before we continue um I just got to say, 
Ev, having you on the real estate trifecta, bro. All credit scores just jump 20%. Yes, sir. I'm about to go cop the G-Wagon, boy. Get it, man. Get it. <laughs> we'll be dropping knowledge. We'll be dropping oh knowledge. Oh, my we God. We'll get those credit scores up. Make Listen, it happen. you know. This was a 500. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the great thing about what Evan Russell does as uh, my primary mortgage loan officer, he works for a great company that is RCG Mortgage. Uh, not only do, not only are we blessed enough to have them as a sponsor, but they are doing big things, big things in support of the communities and getting deals closed and supporting the agents that are running around in this hustle because it is a hustle. Um, making sure that they are supported 110%. Ev, we thank you for that. Andrew, we thank you for that. Just wanted to throw that out there. No doubt. Um, I'm going to turn to to Kev. How's business, brother? Business is good. Business is good. Some some for good reasons because uh, your business is good, right? Yeah, my business is good. Oh, yeah, we still... overbidding on houses. We still turning. business is tied to yours. We still turning. People are buying cars. That's a good thing. That's a good time to to talk to people. Yeah. And then um, just trending topics... Life insurance remains important. I saw in uh, News Day the other day that uh, through this time, life expectancy dropped by three years, hey, yo. which is a huge number, which elevates the importance of people not postponing that conversation about life insurance. So sure. business is good. We're, we're, good. we're busy. We're, we're navigating people through difficult circumstances. But along that line, um, people, if you don't know Evan Russell as of yet, Ooh. please follow him on social media. Because Ooh. speaking of helping people navigate difficult circumstances, Ev, you had a couple of great posts this week about some deals that fell apart with other people. 100%. And fortunately, you and RCG was able to save the day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'll drop the tag. Finance is underscore real estate. Uh, Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram and you can find me on Facebook, Evan Russell. Uh, Yeah, man. I'm posting uh, as much content as I can and I'm focused on showing people that they need to call me. Yeah. That's really the simplicity of it, it, right? Unfortunately, there's a lot of, there are a lot of pretenders, right? There are a lot of fakers (laughs) in this industry. And that's the truth. And that's the truth, man. And it is sad because... We got we have we have people's lives in our Stop hands. Friend. Wait, have, have <laughs> Stop posing. You got people. Oh my god, yo, Evans. And people out there pretending? Pretending. Stop it. You. Stop no, you it. You don't need to put money in your escrow account. No, they're lying to you. Yeah, I can get you a 2.75 interest rate. Three weeks later, it's three and a half percent, you know? Correct. Yeah, we can get you this loan done. Oh, but you're only employed one year, not two years. Mm. They fake it, they fraud it, and unfortunately it hurts people. So yes, I work on a lot of what we call save me deals, save me percent. And although I hate it in the sense that I feel for the client, I feel sure. for the customer who's going through these struggles, but I love being able to get that deal to the closing because there's no further gratitude than a family that is in a situation like that and we get them to the finish line, get them in that home. Oh, absolutely. You got your hopes up and then your hopes come falling down. You know, thank God. So I want to, I'm, I'm so glad that, you know, you, you opened up with that. <laughs> I gave me a laugh. Um, we, we understand across the gamut, you know, Evan is obviously passionate about what he does. This is a competitive field. This is a competitive industry. So uh, when he says the things that he says, trust me, it's coming from a good place. Uh, we support everybody. We understand that everybody's in the same fishbowl or in the same pond. You know what I mean? There's always plenty of room for uh, people to eat. But fortunately, some people are better at eating than others. So uh, with that being said, you know, Kev, I mean, 
Evan, you know, I, I can attest that you are, I've, and I've worked with, I've worked with a lot of bankers. I've worked with a lot of brokers. Um, when you say save me deals, I think that, um, I think that's an important thing to really discuss. And while we have you here, we really didn't jump into it the first time around, but to dive into the save me deal concept, if a loan officer or a mortgage company, LO or a banker or broker, because there are, they are different. Um, if they can't get it done, because I remember me personally, I was working with somebody that couldn't get it done. And I remember the introduction. I remember the introduction. I I talked, I spoke about the introduction on when I met Andrew the first time around. And I felt like Frodo Baggins when he gave me some, you know, gave me a pet. (laughs) His hand swallowed my hands. I felt like a, I felt very small. Right. Right. And I remember it was, it was that conversations that he, he basically said, listen, if you're having an issue ever, you call me and I will save the deal. So a- after some time, I, me personally, you know, I, I see the writing on the wall. Why would I work and put myself in positions to fail and not just deal with the people that are saving these deals? I'm going right to the source. Exactly. I'm tired of dropping, you know, I'm tired of people dropping the ball. You know what? Not that everybody does. I'm not saying that, but the, the experiences that I have, they're, you know, save me deals came into place. You know, it went from the closing time that we were expected to close, pushed back for maybe a week, another two weeks in this industry. That's not a lot of time. So with that extended period of time, how do you get the deal done so quickly and not let it fall through the cracks? Because a save me deal is an integral part of this industry. Every broker, every owner, every agent needs to pay attention. If you're about to lose a deal, RCG, call them. Go, yes. And don't get me wrong. You know, I definitely do want to say there are a ton of, of true professionals in my industry. 100%. That I have the utmost respect 100%. for. 100%. And that work just as hard as me and not only work just as hard as me, have the knowledge that I do and right. take care of their clients just the same. Are they as fly though? Because, you know, you, you got the blazer with the... With, uh, and again, the shoes, but we'll show it. The, the, what, what is it? <laughs> the, 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 the Romeos? What is it? <laughs> the Rio Mars. The Great shoe line. No, I definitely have a ton of respect, but... No, absolutely. I mean, the save me deals are, are are super important. And how do we get it to the finish line so quickly? So it's not just me on the team. That's yep. for sure, right? Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I'm the first line of defense. You sure. Know, when I have a conversation with a client, I get to understand, okay, what happened? What went wrong? So that I can then take those pieces of the puzzle and put them together. Sure. Based on the complexities of mortgage guidelines and loan programs that are available. Mm. And once I structure it properly, I have a team in place that we'll get it done and we'll get it done very quickly. I've seen that team. That team, Kev, this team is brolic. They move. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. It's the number one team on the island. Remember? 100%. Number, number, number one mortgage broker in Long Island. That's right. Three in New York State. Scott's That's right. Guide, 2020. That's right. You know what I mean? We don't number one, you heard? Ain't no slouches on this show, very boy. Yeah. You heard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no slouches here. Um, listen, I promise. Uh, I, I know we're going to be seeing you often. So uh, I definitely want to take time to dive into the intricacies of your field. I know Mr. CFP isn't here at the moment. Uh, Mr. CMP is a different field. Uh, they do intertwine because finance is everything. Uh, I'm going to, me personally, as far as the real estate aspect of this show and this episode, uh, market is good. 
starting to slow down. I think the pricing is starting to regulate a little bit. Have you seen any changes, right? Absolutely. I could talk I to you about think, that, I, I think. think. Yeah. I think there's a lot less buyers right now. Correct. They're just frustrated. It's been so hard out there, yep. you know, right? I, and I, me personally, the trends that I've seen, the people that were putting all these wild offers and numbers on these houses have found homes. And for the people that haven't and that are still looking are the people that are we focus on, that we're focusing on right now. There's plenty of inventory. You still need to be competitive. Uh, make sure that you're, you know, you're lined up with the correct mortgage broker or banker uh, to get you across the finish line, and uh, and real estate agent and real estate make agent, sure absolutely, right properties, absolutely, uh, and insurance very, agent to close that deal. Hello, you know it's a, it's a trifecta, it's a team. That's what they call it. Right? Please feel That's free. It. Trifecta. Please feel free to reach out to any one of us as professionals. I can promise you that we are top dogs on what we do and the locations that we cover. So. Um, yeah, good, great. Um, right now, we're going to pause and we're going to go to a commercial break from our sponsors, RCG Mortgage. Andrew, take it away, brother. Can I borrow extra money to make home improvements? VA borrowers can add up to $6,000 to their loan to make energy-efficient improvements to their home. Known as an Energy Efficient Mortgage, or EEM, these unique loan products allow homeowners to make select upgrades and repairs to their property in order to maximize energy efficiency. Investing in energy improvements can ultimately lower your heating, cooling, and other related energy costs for years to come. The monthly savings can be funneled into additional payments towards reducing the mortgage principal or to purchase other household necessities. Veterans interested in an energy-efficient mortgage should consult with my team and I to arrange for a home energy audit from a professional firm. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Real Estate Trifecta. I want to start off by saying thank you to our sponsor at RCG and Guardian Angel, uh, Tim McGarren. If you are in need of an inspector for any real estate inspection properties, Give my guy a call. His information is going to be below. I also want to give a shout out to EPM for giving us the platform and the opportunity to host in a space. This is a a great studio. If you are ever in need of a platform, a podcast, somewhere to get your message out, definitely give them a call. But um, right now. Right now. We, t- today, right now. Big things. um, Big, big, big things. Uh. Today is a very strong episode. I've been looking forward this. I've been looking forward to this one right now, or since we've decided to have one of these episodes, in trying to normalize the discussion of mental health treatment and mental health awareness. We have Miss Nelia Escobar in the building. Nelia Escobar, how you, you doing? One thank time. You, one you, okay, you. okay. With the one blue time. blazer. One I like time. that. I, I like it. I, you know, I, I watch a couple episodes and I see how fly you guys are. I was like, uh, I got to <laughs> correct, you know? Okay. Nelia is an LMSW. A really good friend of mine. I've known Nelia for years. We went to us. college together. <laughs> um, shout out to Omega Phi Beta Ooh. for all my girls that are watching. Um, shout out to CW Post, everybody that watches us from from college, from school. We appreciate y'all. Um, we have we've had we've Delia, we've discussed this for a while now. Yeah, we've had this on the books for a minute. 
Um, I think this is one of the topics that really doesn't really get discussed often. Yeah. Um, I mentioned it to my guys and they were all on board. I said, I got the perfect person for that. Please discuss what is it you actually do, where you started and where you are right now as far as your career, mental health and your platform at Healing All Year Podcast. You smiling, girl. I see you. You better go ahead. You better go ahead. I'm going to need a reminder of that intro. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So I'm a licensed social worker. I work with uh, couples and individuals. I primarily um, service black and brown folks uh, because, right, we need the work. Preach. um, Preach. I'm always about giving back in that capacity, right, being able to support and work with that population. Mm. Uh, yeah. High school social worker. Well, I was. I'm not a middle school social worker. Okay. You know, no yeah. judgment on there. I'm no, never. Judgment-free zone. Judgment-free zone. It's a whole new it's a whole new realm with the babies. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so that's that's really where I'm at right now. So I want to open it up. Can, can I take the first question? Sure. Good. All right, cool. I'm going to take the first question. You mentioned something just now, which was, I thought, very, very powerful in servicing <laughs> communities of color. Yes. Why is it you feel it's uh, taboo for people of color to to go down the realm of mental health treatment? Um, it's not talked about. Okay. You know, growing up, we'd never had a conversation over feelings. It was mm-hmm. like pushed through. We yep. got to get it done. We yep. have work. We have yep. families. There's there, there was no space for it. Okay. Um, growing up, I didn't have that. I didn't have that conversation. I wasn't able to process the things that I need to process and which in turn created trauma and, you know, trying to heal from that even wow. to this day. So it's, it's important for um, our communities to get the support. Um, my biggest thing is to breaking that trauma curse. Right. Love I that. would love to have a generation of kids who don't have the trauma that we had. Right. Um, just be able to normalize their feelings. Just be able to be like, I am not OK today. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. being able to say that and and bring in their parents and their shock their parents to say, "Wow, you aren't okay today." All right, so let's 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 figure that out together. Sure. Yeah. So that's the biggest uh, part of it. Family needs to have a sympathetic ear, judgment free. Right. No that's doubt. Hard. That's hard. Yeah, that's across hard. across yeah. Uh, yeah across that's all races and colors. That's yes. just it's not yes. the communities of 100%. color specifically. This is a complete yeah. across the board. Across the board. Correct. Yeah. Okay, great. Kev, you got a question. Yeah, because she says so much. You said so much. Um, <laughs> Kev got his thought, boy. I love that. Um, you, said, you said a lot. So you said we don't have the conversation. Yeah. Um, in our communities, or probably in all communities, I only know community yeah. I was raised in, um, when you do express some concerns or your feelings, the answers generally can't talk to mom or dad or auntie is talk to the pastor mm. but the pastor may not be you they mm. may not be licensed and trained so mm. can you talk about that as a coping mechanism and why it's more important to talk to someone independent and maybe not that authority figure so i always say uh you can have jesus and a therapist <laughs> somebody put that on instagram <laughs> i'm taking that I'm, you I'm, know we need some jesus we boy. need some jesus oh at times my or God, whatever yo, Nilia, you know us out there are, are, are practicing and therapy right um so the pastors are trained within their theology I think it's that's good. Uh, yeah, that's a great way to put it, 100%. Theology. Um, and yes, those things are important. And yes, you can use that. But 
Um, there's professionals out there who can push you to. There's there's even professionals out there who have Christian based or other religions based in their practice of therapy. So you can have both with someone who has that. Sure. I currently do not, but okay. There's people out there who That's do fine. do Christian therapy, um, or other denomination therapy, and and it's the the trifold. But I love that you say that it's okay to say that I'm not okay. Yeah. Uh, Facts. We're all as men. Let's just yes. talk. Let's talk about let's men talk universally. About yep. Uh, sometimes as as men, if we express feelings. The connotation is that you're soft. Yes. As a, as a child, yes. I, I yeah. directly have been said to me, if you have to talk no about it, you can't handle it. That's a fact. How do young men deal with that? Because they do carry it into it, adulthood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. It's hard even for women, right? But definitely with men, right? We, you, mm-hmm. as Providers fathers, and, right. as husbands, mm-hmm. as men mm-hmm. in the community need to normalize it, need mm-hmm. to show um, that this is okay. Mm. And just being vulnerable with that conversation, especially with, I know you two are in that, sports, like being able to say like, hey guys, today I'm having a really tough day. I feel sad today. Mm. Normalizing yeah. it, have that conversation um, mm. allows them to have the space like, oh, well, coach said it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just saying it, what's going on? That word that you said, vulnerable, right? Vulnerability. So I'll tell you, I, so I was raised in a household of all women, mm-hmm. no men in the household. And uh, that brought to me an ability to be very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I, I'm proud of, mm-hmm. right? To speak up when I do have issues. No doubt. And, uh, and that's huge. That's huge. You know, you really need to have that vulnerability. If you don't have that vulnerability, you're not going to be able to express yourself. And that inner child is going to follow you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yep. And those traumatic experiences are going to continue to follow you. But I, I'm, I'm very blessed the way I was raised. But vulnerability, I mean, that yeah. is really it. That's the key. Make yourself y- vulnerable. Don't be scared. Don't y'all be some scared. big dudes over there at the Russell Group. Yeah. Y'all some really big <laughs> cats. I'm not scared. I'm Yo, about it. I'm y'all are some man. big dudes, man. I have man. problems just like everybody else. And I will tell you when I do. Oh, my yeah. God. And vulnerability is is hard, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's okay. hard. It's scary. Um, I struggle with it all the time. My inner child was talking to me yesterday. She was not happy. You're, you're letting down your defense mechanism, so uh, to speak. That's a big thing, yeah. especially for, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to say for black and brown communities, yeah. because, um, I know that me personally, the resolution was physical resolution. Yeah. It wasn't mental resolution, you know? Um, slap boxing. That was big. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? We used oh, to yeah. get we used to get busy, you know, fights all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, it was never the resolution was never, hey, you know, let's talk about this and kind of learn and heal from this mm-hmm. because as people of color, it would be better if we were to move as a unit as opposed to fighting and dividing each other in these communities. You yeah. know what I mean? So um what do you tell, you know, your young people? You know, kids still fight. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a fact. Yeah. You know, kids still fight. It's not it's not necessary, but, you know, as adults, we I, I think that kind of phases sometimes. I mean, you know, sometimes people deserve it. Yeah. Get some loud mouths. Right, right, right. Yeah. But not not often. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what's your <laughs> what's the method? What's the modality of your 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 presentation and your your delivery when speaking to young kids as far as resolution of issues. So I'm huge on uh, restorative justice. 
Nice. That is huge wow. for me, right? Okay, I didn't um, see that coming, girl. <laughs> Damn. We're having a conversation. Yeah. Okay, yo, Delia came to slay. All right, let's sure. go. Let's we're, go. <laughs> we're having a conversation over conflict, then we get to like learn about what our conflict styles are, right? We get to understand, okay, yeah, this person may have disrespected you. Mm. Granted, yes. Mm. But what is that bringing up? Right. Who else talks to you that way? Sure. You know, mm. um, I had a conversation with... Um, one of my clients. I don't know if I can say this, but whatever I'm gonna say it. Uh, and and no our self no, okay, no, okay, no, no names. Can never say names. Uh, our self talk. Our self talk comes from um, at times who raised us. Mm. Right? If if your parents are always telling you like, look, shut shut up, mm. stay in a child's place. Yep. Uh, why are you crying? I'm gonna yep. give you something to cry about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or you have no reason to cry. Mm-hmm. You you you. You know, hold in all those, all those emotions. Mm-hmm. So with conflict resolution, it's it's a lot of this is why I feel triggered. Mm. This is how I hear it. This is how you said it. Um, some people are more assertive. Some people are more um, quiet with their conflict styles. So mm-hmm. it's, it's about dealing with the emotion um, in that. So we're always talking about that with kids. So you mentioned that you do couples therapy, and I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking of the book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Mm-hmm. Um I can imagine that your services are very helpful in getting people to express how I heard it versus how you heard it. Yes. And what this triggers in me. Yes. I'm always checking in with my clients and be like, okay, so what did you hear? Mm. And sometimes it's not what the person said. Mm. Right. And it's important for couples and just people to be able to understand. I get that's how you said it, but that's not how I heard it. Yeah. That's not what came why, to me, right? right? Why, why did you hear it that right. way? Right. Why did you hear it that way? Because oftentimes we're relating off of our triggers. Mm-hmm. We're relating off of what the little, like you said, the inner child is like, oh, no, no, no. They're going to leave me mm. or they're going to hurt me. That's mm. what I heard. Um, I, yeah. Real quick. Um, we had a Father's Day episode. <laughs> yes. And that for me, that was my favorite episode. It was probably one of our most powerful next to this one, only because um, I personally had the, and you, the, the the word that I took away the most, the strongest word that you had mentioned just now is trauma. Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned Nico and Trey, they didn't have that trauma as far as abandonment. Do you think, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I had to, you know, I, I still deal with the fact of, you know, nobody, nobody came for me when I needed protection. Nobody was there for me yeah. when I needed protection. I had to fend for myself. A la scars on my hands, you know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those things, right? Yeah. So in in your profession, when dealing in these, you know, communities, mm-hmm. do you feel it's do you feel that's a lot of the stem, the stem of the issues that cause some mental health triggers yeah. in black and brown community? Yeah. The absentee of, you know, parents, like not having parents in homes. You know, stuff like that is, you know. Um, you can also have parents at home and them not be there. Ah, okay. Right? Like, yep. you can have yep. that 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 family life of mom and dad always there, mm-hmm. mom and dad always, you know, sitting with you, but mm-hmm. still feeling alone. Sure. Um, I think, I, I say this often even to myself, I had to learn this. Right. Our parents only had the tools that they had. Mm-hmm. Right. We are, we, we are taught that you're supposed to screw a screwdriver. You're supposed to screw a screw. With a screwdriver, right? <laughs> yeah. Our parents may have had a fork. <laughs> Got it. A hammer. Stop. Right? <laughs> but the visual of it, right? Talking, we, you want to talk triggers. They oh would, <laughs> they're Jesus only allowed 
Uh, they were they were only able to do what they could with the tools of in course, their toolbox. Of right? course, of course. And us as kids are like, no, but you should have known. Mm-hmm. You should have did right. this. Or not have been lazy. Or not have been lazy. Or right. not have, but we never know what their history was because right. our parents. Through, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Our parents didn't talk to us about what they went through. Correct. You know, especially uh, families who migrated here, what that right. entailed, how that experience was. And you know, and you know, at the end of the day, you know, so I. I'll talk about a personal experience, you know, with, with, with my family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, at the end of the day, I, I spent years, years, I wouldn't say hate, but I had a very, I had grudges, very poor, bad grudges against, you know, my parents. Yeah. Poor, poor, bad grudges against my parents, mm-hmm. right? And I held those grudges for years and yeah. years and years until I became an adult. Yep. And then I realized what being an adult meant, the responsibilities mm-hmm. that came with being an adult meant. Yep. And how difficult it might be raising a child yep. with those responsibilities and i said holy mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 no doubt wow yeah you did the best that you could do right and i overcame those grudges and oh, everything yeah. by realizing that that you know yeah. they had that fork they didn't have the screwdriver to make yeah. it right you know and, and and i got past it and that was yeah and that's that, and that was a hard thing for me too just mm. accepting my parents for who they are like yeah what that was just big i i had the let me take this real quick. Okay, cool. Because um, I, I don't want to take away from Kev. Kev got some stuff that he wants to mention too. Um, but I had a I had the opportunity for a majority of my career when we got out of college in yeah. 2008. Um, I was probably one of the only it not not a, not one of the only, but very few at that time. There was no employment anywhere. You know, we were just getting out of the recession. Yeah. You know, nobody was hiring. Yeah. I was lucky enough to have a job. Luckily, it was for Cornell Medical College where I worked with licensed clinical social workers it was a dual diagnosis program so uh there was a there was a term when they they used a lot when it came to harboring feelings called the bottleneck effect Mm. so discuss that when your feelings are all kind of like you're not expressing anything and you just start to get choked up it's like a bottle at the top of the bottle you explode you know what i mean so uh can you relate to people harboring issues or have you been through that where people harbor enough issues and don't express it and are being traumatized as even as adults at the current time? Have you yeah. seen that lately? I, Is that something that's normal? Normal, right? That's a big word. That's a bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, I, I got you. It's okay. I would say yes. Uh, oftentimes, like we started with this conversation that people, some people do not know what they're feeling. Right. Right. Okay. I, as a therapist, yep. often, sometimes, do not know what I'm feeling. Mm. So I always start my sessions with the feelings wheel. Mm-hmm. My friends hate it because I send it to them too. <laughs> uh, but I started off because we get to name our feelings. Oftentimes when you speak to somebody, you be like, how are you? I'm fine. I'm good. And we go into session. We go into therapy with that same mindset. And it's like, but you're not fine and you're mm-hmm. not good. So yeah. what are you feeling? Right. And starting to name that to be able to, uh, uncover the layers sure of what that means sure you know um so bottleneck is is real which is you yeah. know i sometimes believe that that might be the reason why our crime rate is high especially reason. especially now with coming out of what we're in and where we're where we're going mm-hmm. um, yeah. now you just said something that triggered my next question <laughs> which is um for me myself a man of an advanced age Probably this man, year. Man, you better cut I it like, out. I like that. I like. You better I, I like stop that. that. You better I like cut the way that. that. Man, stop it. <laughs> I, I would say this year, coming out of what we've all been through collectively, the pandemic, yeah. right? I've just started sitting by myself and just saying to myself, 
Kevin, where are you? How do you feel now? Mm. Just to myself in my own head. No doubt. Where are you at? How do you feel? Why do you feel that way? What's going on? I've never had this conversation with myself. I've probably busied myself for years to never mm. think about it. Um, but what do you say to people who may have a million things going on in their head, but they've never, not only not answered honestly for you or significant other, but they've never had the conversation with themselves about how do I feel in this moment? Where am I? Yeah. Um, I coined it after, during the pandemic, was fake busy. I am the queen of fake busy. <laughs> fake busy because we're, so we're so busy. Hashtag fake busy. We're so busy to avoid God. our feelings. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and it would just be baby steps. I we oftentimes want to rush the process, right? No, we want to no get doubt. to the end. Get me no fixed. doubt. Get me, get me, get me fixed, yeah, right? And, and uh, you know, just a disclaimer, therapists are not here uh, to fix anybody, right? We're here in support. We're here to work with you. Yep. You got to do the work. Right. We're here to just maybe uncover some things yep. for you, maybe bring an eye mm -hmm. opener to it or light to it, but this is our work, your work together mm -hmm. um, with us. But um, I would say just starting off early, what does that look like, right? I often tell my clients after our sessions, you said a lot. Reflect. Maybe jot things down. Maybe take a bubble bath. Maybe oh. stick by yourself. Maybe just sit with your feelings. Sit with what's coming up for like two minutes. Mm. And then go do about you. Go do what you mm. gotta do. Um, because we share and we disclose and we um, let go or feel like we let go of so much trauma. Mm -hmm. um, then we're just like on hyper alert. Mm. And we don't know what to do with ourselves. So mm. we have to be able to pour back into ourselves. Self-care. Okay. So Self-care. Yeah. Whatever that means is different for everybody. Um, but that's what one thing I make sure I tell my clients. Barbershop. Like, what you got to do. No, barbershop. I was like self-care for a lot of like, that's my thing. It's like self-care. That's not self-care. You know what I mean? That's why, I mean, granted, it, that has a, you, people that know me in college, you know, my hustle, we were talking about it that's before. Awesome. Yeah, my that's hustle. That's self-care though. No, I'm just saying that was work, but I'm just saying for me now, it's like sitting in the seat and, you know, trying to take care of myself. It, it's a healing process. You know, you get to actually, barbers are the biggest therapists in the world. Yep. You know, if, if you've never, if, you know, you should have a connection with your barber. You talk about some stuff. Hey, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm pretty sure people go through it. Guys or gals, you know, whatever, you know, go to their barber shops. You know, barbers here, bar, bartenders barber here. salons. Salons. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bartenders here as well, you know. Waiters, not so much. You know what I mean? Nobody, nobody trying to hear none of them. <laughs> I talk to the waiters. I talk to the waiters. What you want today, man? <laughs> talk, talk to everybody. Yeah. Especially if you need a mortgage. No question. Uh, and, right. I'm always talking about therapy, right. so, yeah. So I want to I shift. Sure. Um, in our professions, I'm pretty sure the gamut of stressors are enormous, yeah. right? Enormous. Uh we're 1099. Well, I'm a 1099. Uh, a majority of us are. Uh, you know, we don't have the biweekly paycheck that comes in the mail. You know, we, you know, we got to fend for ourselves, basically. So sometimes agents are living deal to deal, check to check. And, you know, granted, uh, one big one will, will have you, you know, will, will, will set you up for, yeah. you know, the next three months or whatever the case may be. And you'll be good to pay all your bills or whatever. But um, the stressors of what we do, I don't think it discussed enough. And everybody likes to portray like everything is glitz and glam, but nah, it's no. not. I'm going through Very something stressful. right now. Yeah, man, I'm going through something right now that's actually really stressful. And you know, I'm nervous. I'm scared. And you know what I mean. I'm 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 not a I'm not I'm not embarrassed to say that. You know what I'm saying? Because if I wasn't, then that would be a problem. You know what I mean? So, what would you give? Like, what kind of advice would you give to professionals? You know what I mean? Like, yo, because. Uh, 
Yeah, it's we sometimes we don't have people to talk to. And the people that we talk to are just like, well, you're competing against me. Why the hell am I going to tell you about what I'm going through? That can be used as ammunition. Right. Unfortunately, yeah. there are some of us that are good people, but But that's the field that you're in. Correct. Yeah, I would I would say go get therapy. Uh, I, I, I would go say talk go to talk, somebody. Go talk yeah, to go somebody. talk to somebody. Because because if, right. if, if, if your emotions and the things that you are feeling during this tough time is impacting your life, is it your marriage, your, your, you know, your, your role as a father, your role in your job? Mm. These things are impacting you? Sure. Talk to a professional, mm. right? Because uh, sometimes we are like, no, nah, I'm fine. It's, it's not that serious. I'm good. <laughs> it's, it's not that deep. Everybody's, yeah, right, everybody's right, alive. Right. Everybody's mm-hmm. safe. Nobody's yeah. unhealthy. Right. Right. And it's just like I'm. I can deal. I can. I can handle all this. And it's like, but you don't have to. Well, but, well, but are 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 you or is everyone not unhealthy or are we unhealthy to a degree? You know. I mean, we talk about you know. Hey, let's pick it up and hit the gym, right? You know, no doubt. I'm trying to put on a few pounds. Maybe I'm that's not therapy, so healthy, right? Yeah, you know, that's therapy on from a physical. That's standpoint, a good point. Right? Yeah, which is, which is the same concept. You know, I think that, I think there are a lot of mm. unhealthy people mentally out mm-hmm. there because they aren't seeking guidance from professionals like yourself. Hundred percent. And I support it wholeheartedly. I yeah, mean, I think therapy is a luxury mm. that everyone should you know have the ability to to have because I mean a professional like yourself opens doors and and, and mindsets that yeah. we would never think about and yeah. you know those you get those light bulb moments mm-hmm. and, yeah and it's it's uh it creates that mental health yeah it's, and sometimes i have clients that say like i can't i can't this week right i can't afford it this week and that breaks my heart and i want to mm-hmm. be able to have um the flexibility to be able to provide sure a service, a service. Like, you know yeah. what you need it i got i it. got you you know yeah um but yeah go to the gym sure mm-hmm. but yeah health and wellness, and, no doubt and, and, and yeah. right? Yeah. Like, not just one, not just the other. Yep. Um, our mind, body, and soul is all in, all in one. Sure. We, nice. get to, we get to take care of it. We get sure. to, to honor it. And I'm also talking to myself, so, you know. But <laughs> it's, it's just important. I would say, if what the, the final piece on that one, I would say, speak to somebody. Gotcha. And there's plenty of opportunities for people who can't afford it. Right. Um, there's plenty of programs. There's right. um, people who do fee-for-service, which sure. is, you know, cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Um, insurance. Is there anywhere, I don't mean to cut you off, is there anywhere specifically online for, for individuals who maybe can't afford, you know, yeah, that, so, that can, they can specifically go to? So question. we work with um, an organization called Open Path. Okay. Um, so Open Path. Um, yeah, you'll see Open Path below. You'll see the link to Open Path below. Just, you know, click. Yeah, click it. Um, yeah. It allows you to um, pay for it cheaper. So they have options for couples therapy. Mm-hmm. And they have options for individual. Um, so you're still able. You're, you you know, you still have to pay. It's like a membership. And then mm-hmm. you can have access to all the, the, the clinicians and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's at a lower rate. Gotcha. You still have access to it. And also check into your insurances. Some mm. insurances have e- EAPs, mm-hmm. um, which give you a certain amount of um, therapy sessions. Mm. Some jobs, like you said, the medical, like some of them sure. have like people on call that you yeah. can speak to. Um, I tell the kids all the time to text like NYC Well, mm-hmm. and there's licensed professionals there that can speak to whenever. NYC Well is a phone number or what is that? It is a, a program in New York City okay. that allows you to have access to a um professional a mental health professional nycwell.com nycwell like you can text nycwell to a right. specific number which okay. we can link on the bottom. nycwell right below <laughs> absolutely text. text we don't see the graphics here but they're gonna be up they're gonna be there right let's <laughs> um, get people the help they need yeah. yeah it's important and just uh acknowledging it is the first step right sure. saying like i i'm not okay 
Gotcha. So, so Nia, we opened the show talking about our industries. Mm -hmm. Carlos goes through real estate. I go yep. through insurance. Ev went through the mortgage industry. Yep. Talk about your industry again, where we are today. Was there an uptick in people? Yeah. Looking looking for help? Yeah, Especially 100%. Last year, right? Yeah. Facts. After, People, after COVID. Cabin fever. Or not after COVID because we're still in COVID. We're COVID, yeah, basically. It's coming back. Um, <laughs> it's people, well, again, you can't be fake busy. You have nowhere to go. You can't even go to the grocery store, right? Facts. You can't, you couldn't yeah. even go to like Target to like, Deflect that little bit, yeah, right? right. Sh shop or whatever, and that's bad. Target people be people be in Target. Heavy. I do. I cannot go to Target. I have to have a whatever. We're not talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, people realize that one, they hate their partners, mm -hmm. and two, they are struggling. <laughs> it's true. Yo, chill. Oh my god. Day one, you talk about fake busy. Oh my god. I am married to my wife, and I'm married to my calendar. There you go. And when COVID happened. Mm -hmm. I had my calendar look like this. No right, 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 no right, right, right. Yeah. Nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. going right. on. Yeah. And I'm like, Kev, you don't have nothing today. You ain't got no <laughs> nothing this week, nothing next week. <laughs> what you going to do? You got nothing. Yeah, yeah what you doing? You got nothing. 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 <laughs> Whole and lot I of nothing. Never done nothing. So that was mm -hmm. massive yeah. for me, just, yeah. just going through that, having an empty calendar. Yeah. Not good. The hardest thing you can ask me to do is to sit in a chair and relax. Right. Mm. It's the hardest thing you can ask me is to do nothing. Yeah, gotcha. You know, that's, that's like poking me. You know? mm -hmm. That's yeah. crazy. Right. Be productive. Me, me yeah. too. I mean, we're, 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 we're all professionals. We're all go-getters. Yeah. You, know? you need something it's to strive for, for sure. Yeah. 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 Couple, yeah. The couples, the couples thing, you know, it, like you were saying, right? You're married to your wife, married to your calendar, right? I mean, you had your wife, that's for sure, right? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you personally, you know, Shout I'm, I'm very grateful, very grateful. Shout out to my lovely fiance. Shout out to Britt. Uh, Britt. Shout out so, to Denise. Uh, hey, we got engaged uh, in September during COVID. We're getting married in two months. I'm very, very excited about it. Ooh. Congratulations. So yeah, you know, you know my uh, my fiance that I'm tremendously grateful for. We got engaged during COVID in September. Yep. yep. Um, you know, we started dating. Yeah, you know, end of 2019. Um, COVID hit us immediately, and mm. uh, you know, I'm proud to say that. Where many couples and yeah, you can attest to this for sure, went separate ways, realized they hated each other. Actually, right, right, right. right? Good. We were a complete opposite. I mean, I was with I her. Don't like you, they, you right, they figured it out. Right, like, scary. <laughs> Why we married? Yeah, uh, but I mean, uh, you know, I'm proud to say that we 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 grew closer. We yeah. grew closer. You know, yeah. we realized we realized just how close we are, just how much we have in common, just how much we love each other, yeah. and. Uh, and that's why in September came and we hadn't even been dating for that long, I guess, in the grand scheme of, you know, how quickly you get engaged or propose. But I mean, it's no, it's no, no typical. You do you. Yeah, which I did. Yeah. You know, and I said, you know what? I love this girl. Absolutely. And I want to marry her and be with her for the rest of my life. And that's what I did. So, um, you know, whereas many people struggled. I thankfully was uh, was fortunate enough to have the ability to come and, closer. With and, she, and, she, and she Puerto Rican. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which means I better watch what I say. Ooh. <laughs> you got a great one on you. No, man. no, pretty you good people. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people I even struggled with yeah. in COVID. I, you know, in the beginning of COVID, I was like, what is, what is this? Yeah. What, why am I feeling sad? And, you know, and I had to, um, I also go to therapy, disclaimer. Uh, my therapist was like, yeah, you're dealing with the, mm. the, the transition, like mm. the transition of what you're used to, you're mourning it, you're grieving that. Mm -hmm. um, and then being able to get through that, being able to, to come on the other side mm -hmm. helped. So I was working out until like August. I was all straight. So it's, it's hard. It was hard. Ev, I want to ask you a question. Um, 
you deal well the processes of buying a home right it starts people think it starts with me it should not <laughs> um believe it or not i'm probably i would say i i'm maybe the fourth person if you're doing it correctly i'm probably the fourth person down a totem pole you know oh. what i mean uh finance banking insurance real estate that's how it should be okay right i'll take a seat behind you no, because you got to find the house you're going to buy. No, of course. I mean, you need to you need to know what neighborhoods you need to you know you, yeah. obviously what you can afford. Absolutely. But I think me and me personally, I that's how I think it should work. But yes, I, I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But it does start with it should start with Absolutely. banking, right? So I'm I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> Do you ever go through and you obviously hear stories? You dive in. What people don't understand is when you speak to a banker or a mortgage excuse me, a mortgage officer, people about to tell you their lives. Yeah. People about to dive in on you, brother. And it can get, I don't, I don't know if, you know, I'm pretty sure you've heard some stories, <laughs> you know, yes, people I not have. paying, you know, yes, this have. is why my credit is like this. Yeah. How do you, how do you deal with that as essentially the therapist and trying to get somebody to the next step? That's a great question. And, uh, and I mean, it's twofold. I'm a mortgage professional. I sure. Need, I need to get you to the finish line. And, no doubt. And that side, I have to say to clients, yep. bluntly, mm -hmm. nobody cares. Right. Bluntly, right? Mm -hmm. We're trying to get you to buy a home and qualify yep. for a mortgage. Nobody cares that this, that, and the yep. other happened. I do. Mm -hmm. I do personally because I'm a human being. Yeah. Right. And that's the truth. I do. Yeah. Um, and I feel for clients and I have conversations, you know, divorce situations, mm. um, you know, I mean, those get very tricky, you know, mm. buyouts with, with siblings that are fighting. I yep. mean, I mean the, the list goes on and on. Absolutely. I mean, people who yeah. are coming to you because of things like this, they're coming to me to financially, you know, separate and rectify sure. the situation. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it's really twofold. It's, I'm a mortgage professional and I have to tell people bluntly, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. right. I do. Mm -hmm. I truly do. Okay. Nobody cares. Let's get you to the finish line. Okay. Absolutely. This is what we're focused on and this is what we need to do. Mm -hmm. But we got to have those conversations. And I and, and I do speak with my clients on a personal level. You know, I'm, I don't feel I'm wasting my time. Right. You know, um, obviously time is money. It absolutely no is. I could be on another call. No doubt. But I, I'm here to help people, not just financially. You no know, doubt. I can help someone yeah. mentally, emotionally, just by... Being, yeah, being a sounding board. <laughs> I think, that, I'm here. I think the best. I think the best emotion. Because I've been on calls with you, brother. We've been on calls together. <laughs> when people find out that they've been qualified for a number, really? Oh my! Well, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah, you're giving. You know, sometimes the the so news the that you deliver. Screaming, crying. No like, doubt. In the office, you know, we've been on. Like, right. We've been on those calls when yeah. Evan has delivered the good news that people have been qualified for a mortgage. Trust me, I've been on these calls where people were like. Like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And they've been so happy. You know what I mean? So I think that, uh, yeah, I think you play an integral part in the real estate kind of field when it comes to the delivery of news and Very starting important. with you. Um, obviously, I feel you're, forget it. You, we could go on for days. You know what I mean? Especially in the insurance field, in the insurance industry. What is it like? Have you had those conversations, hard conversations about family protection have yeah. people broken down to you yeah. where is it that you know what's what's the what's the nerve what's what is what is it what where, where does it's it start fear. Okay. It's insurance is fear of loss okay 
of all things. It's the fear of, so you bust your butt to be able to buy a house. Yep. But I have to have a conversation with you about coverage and price mm. to prevent that fear of loss. Mm. Fear of loss because this yeah. probably your largest asset. Mm. You can lose it if it's not insured properly. Okay. So that's always a conversation because the backstory that they told Evan, mm. the story they told you about getting the house. Sure. The last thing in the world you want to do is to lose this house. Mm -hmm. But it happens every day because people are not properly protected, properly insured. They don't have a professional advisor mm -hmm. that's walking them down the street. They're just having um, the mandatory conversation of, yeah. I'm getting insurance only because I have to. Right. Well, insurance is mandatory by the state and by the bank because things go wrong with these half right. a million and million dollars. Right, 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 right. And the bank, um, they want to cover their bet, and the state doesn't want you to come back with your problems because, as Evan said, nobody cares. Nobody cares. But I do. I do. To piggyback on that, right, you've probably dealt with a lot of grief, right? Yes. Uh, you know, and it's, it's tough um, having to deliver these checks, you know, nobody, I mean, yeah. you can't supplement feelings because one thing that Nelia, you know, had mentioned before we started filming, you know, she had said it and it wasn't, she, it was with emphasis, but you know, it was kind of like in casual combo feelings matter. Yes. Feelings matter, right? Yes. They matter. And you talk about grief. Um, yeah. On more than one occasion, I've put a life insurance check mm. in the hand of a widow. Right. Yeah. Last year, I put a check right before COVID in the hand of a widow mm. who didn't make me aware that her husband passed until a year later. Wow. She was wow. aware he had the insurance. Sure. But she didn't want to deal with the finality of it. She knew yeah. once she filed this claim right. and got the check, mm -hmm. she was accepting that he was actually gone. And she was there with her granddaughter. There. And we had a conversation about, um, you know, she's talking about the sacrifice of them making this premium payment every sure. month when it was hard. Sure. But I said, you know what? You're here with your granddaughter today mm -hmm. and I get to participate in the part where he says he loves you right. and he wants you to use this money to do some things that he's not here for physically. 100%. He can still play the role of the provider mm -hmm. by providing this money. You know, for all the times you said, let's do something different with the money, he went ahead and paid it and this is the way of showing love and yeah. I get the feeling of delivering that check. That's the delivery. Like yeah. You said before, right. right? Yeah. I remember I remember the sister we had on uh the show, Alyssa Costanza from She Got Credit. Mm -hmm. She had mentioned the uh there was a girl that we had here. She her father had passed, mm -hmm. but her pops was, you know, responsible mm -hmm. and you know, somebody had to deliver her the check because, you know, her dad had health insurance. Shout out to her. Uh we got a lot of big things coming with her. I can't wait to to collaborate and um you know, again, our condolences from the show. Uh, from the real estate side of it, I've been in personal situations, not personal, obviously it's business, but still, uh, I've been kind of in situations in dealing with, you know, short sales and foreclosures. You know what I mean? Like, that's tough. People Listen, hard times. Oh, my hard God. Times. You know, trying to walk in and, you know, it is the most awkward feeling in the world. Like, yeah. hey, listen. Yeah. I'm not trying to put you out. That's not why I'm here. Yeah. I'm either here to try to salvage this or, you know, I'm here with the bank because y'all are obviously behind. So the repossession part of it is never easy. Um, you know, dealing with that kind of trauma and somebody that's about to lose their home because they've fallen on hard times and couldn't pay. Yeah. So, um, you know, I can I can say personally, it's never been an experience that is 
easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like dealing with law. It's almost like dealing with loss. It you know is. what I mean? It Your is. life is about to be changed upside down. The place that I've grown up in, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to have anymore. My neighbors are not about to be yeah. my neighbors no more. Yep. So a whole culture, a whole family, especially in the, in the, in the, in the uh, communities of color where now it's not easy to turn around. Our credit's been mangled. Yep. You know, uh, we can't get it. We can't even get a rental, yeah. you know, because we have no, the, the credit is obviously not established anymore. Uh, you know, in certain situations, you know, the providers are not employed. So that kind of situation can, I can tell you from experience, I've seen it. Uh, it's not easy. I'm actually, I'm actually going through it right now. A home has been sold that's occupied with tenants and the tenants came up to me and said, Hey, can you find us a place to rent? And I looked at them like, damn, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that. And yeah. add to add to the stress is just the, the cost of living in our area. Oh, you can uh, be losing a house where you're paying X amount for the mortgage. Mm -hmm. And now you're looking to rent something right. It's much higher. You're yeah. like, Absolutely. But there, there are more there are mortgage solutions available. Ooh, go ahead, ever talk that. That's why you here, boy. Available. Talk that. Okay. Talk that. There talk that. There are mortgage solutions available. You know, yeah. people are fearful to speak with a mortgage professional. Why are they fearful? Well, this kind of plays into what you do for work. They're feel, they're they're fearful of a rejection. Mm. Right? They don't want to be rejected. Yeah. They think they will be rejected, Facts. but they very well may Yo. not be rejected. Right? Yes. So there are options, right? For talk for, that, for, Evan. For, for That's what I'm talking about, boy. Retirees, as I you know use that the, that term terminology, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. elderly population. Mm -hmm. There is a reverse mortgage program, which there are a lot of myths about, but it's a program that can help an elderly individual stay in their home. And live in that home the rest of their life and not have it taken away from them. Yeah. Um, younger individuals, right, with lower credit, like mm. you just mentioned, Carlos, right? Loans. I mean, things in the credit yeah. in the 500s, we can work with that. Yeah, 580. With the, I'm not saying with everybody. I'm not saying we can always get it done, but I'm saying there may be an option. So before you go through right. that trauma, yep. right, speak with a mortgage professional who might be able to help you out and get yeah. you out of the situation that you're in. Yeah. Don't be fearful of it. Yeah. You know, and I, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. Fear, fear is it's, it's a, it's a common thing in our, in our communities, right? Yeah. Because we always feel that we don't qualify. Yeah. We're not enough. Right. Ooh. We don't qualify for certain programs. Mm -hmm. Evan, I can't, I, I, how many times, bro, have we been on these phone calls where people have not known that they qualify. Yeah. My name is Mr. You don't need 20% for a reason. Yeah. I want to push this narrative because people need to understand you don't need 20% to put down on a home. Ev, how many times have we been on these calls, bro? All, all the time. All, all the, the time, time, right? Every, day, every week, every day. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and I, I will say that I do see, um, you know, I do see a, you know, it, 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 there is a cultural thing. I do see a, a demographic that ha feels a little bit more frightened mm -hmm. of contacting me. Right. Right. And of feeling like they may not be qualified. or Yeah, man, because, you know, people, you know, you're usually putting us out, bro. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that was love. Evan, it's my man. <laughs> and then there is a demographic that quite often 
feels very <laughs> entitled. This isn't this isn't yeah, everyone yeah. in these demographics. Yeah. This isn't right. everyone in these demographics. Nah, have you in a state played, right? But, you with us. But I'm just saying you, with us. you know, I do see I do see in the eleven years I've been doing this, <laughs> yeah. I do notice a pattern and a trend in that. Mm. It's, and it's sad. You know, it's truly sad. But it's it's learning yeah. about financial literacy. Hundred percent. Oh, we go through that, girl. That's not, that's a trigger taught, word on this right? show. Like, we're yeah. not taught that. So that's how can we That's a trigger word on this show. Absolutely. How can we know what we don't know? Hundred percent. Right? The, the the tools in our toolbox. Our whole intent of this podcast right? is to take this information. Oh my god! And have it. Yeah, that's with that's them. a that's Listen, a trigger I've, word on the podcast. I've learned this, Mister. You don't need twenty percent. I learned it? this on here. That's yeah. it. So that's now it. I know. That's what I'm working talking about. Working towards my ten percent because that's what I need. Yo, you're so funny. Ten percent. Condo. Condo. This is just me. Talk about three or five percent. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Save the deal. Yeah. All right. Wow. We gonna have a K by Evan. We gonna have a closing like Kevin, but y'all got you. Bring it in. Bring it in. Oh my God. Don't be scared. Do not be scared, people. Do not be scared. Everyone out there. I wanna before we wrap this up because this is all great stuff. You know what I mean. Um, we're gonna move to actually a special integral part of. We're going to freestyle today on the on the real estate trifecta. We have another guest that's kind of impromptu, and you're going to see as we transition into that conversation, it's going to be quick, I promise. But before we wrap up the, uh, the mental health part of this, right, there was a shift in... In, in treatment when it comes to therapy yeah. as far as in-person therapy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Usually, the way that I remember it mm-hmm. in the time that I was with Cornell Medical College, that you couldn't do a phone. Nope. You couldn't you do allowed. a phone, right, a phone therapy session. Nope. You couldn't, couldn't do. Bill. You couldn't bill, right. Couldn't bill. Exactly, exactly. Wasn't no IDX, wasn't no Epic, none of that, uh. right? So you couldn't bill for a phone session and, and actually complete it as mm-hmm. an in-person session. Mm-hmm. With that, the, the therapy that is Zoom therapy, mm-hmm. you know, computer, like, you know, mm-hmm. on tele- your computer, tele- telecommunication. Telehealth. 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 I like that. Mm-hmm. What's up? It's a big transition now. Are you still telehealth? I'm, I'm yeah? still remote. Big time? Yeah. Okay, so cool. Yeah. All right, so my, my first question is, you're still remote. Great. So we know that that went into that, yeah. and that's the norm now, yeah. right? Okay, great. That's one. Two, do you see this being an industry standard moving forward? Because now Zoom calls in, in, in real estate are extremely important in, in insurance mm-hmm. and in banking. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Is, is that going to be the norm? For therapy moving forward, I think it's going to be an option. Ooh, I think it's going to be an option. Okay, yeah, options I think are it's going to be an option. Um, before COVID, before all this stuff happened, that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. Mm. I wanted to be on a beach in Italy <laughs> and be able to see. Yo, Nelia, you. This is this is now okay. that's therapy. This that's, is right. This is, therapy for who? Therapy <laughs> for all of us. All of us. All of us. Talking to somebody us, right? in Capri. But, um, hey, yo. I haven't seen my clients in person. Wow. I was even doing, you know, therapy with uh, or, or counseling in school. Sure. Which was harder because with the kids, like the adults, like we kind of understand where we're at. Where we understand like this is the norm. This is what we got to sure. do. This is where we're at. With the students, it was a little bit, uh, it was harder for them to like be on Zoom. Zoom fatigue is real. Zoom fatigue is Zoom real. Zoom fatigue is real. Wow. Right? It's, it's a real thing. Being, wow. on cam- being on camera man is different than being off camera and on zoom yo but yes i do think it's going to be an option um if certain providers don't it's for their own their own beliefs on it but i think it should be i am ready to be in person with nice you know some clients i think that 
that connection is needed. Sure. Um, you can still build the connection over Zoom, of course. Of course. But it's different. Yeah. It's different energy. It's different feel. Um, right. So I am excited to go back into, okay. you know, the Of course, for somebody in your profession. Yeah. yeah. But I'm still good with being home and seeing my clients. Some people, I don't know if you have a question, but some people, um, all right, cool. So some people might like the comfortability yes. of a safe place and being home. Because remember, right, the flexibility. I I remember people walking into the office is so uncomfortable mm-hmm. having to sit down in a chair. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you feel. Like, yeah. what? You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. bro, you tell me how you feel. I'm, def- <laughs> I'm, def- I'm defensive like a motherfucker. What you asking me that for? But how you feel? You know what I mean? So that's just, I mean, that's me. You know what I mean? So with that, uh, where can people find you? I know Ooh. you have a podcast. I Hello. Do. We haven't talked about podcasts. Okay, Let's so go. Podcast. Pop. Yeah, uh, do it. Let's go. Season two. Yes, it's called yes. Healing Love All it. Year. Yep. Um, basically, it's for Is it you. Healing All Year podcast or it's Healing All Year? It's Healing All Year. The gotcha. Instagram is Healing All Year podcast. Hello. But it's on all platforms, Healing All Year. At Healing All Year podcast on the gram. Yes. Check my girl out. Link below, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so basically, the purpose of the podcast is to be able to have like these tough conversations and to, for everyone out there to know that you can take ownership of your healing at any given time of the year mm-hmm. you can pick it up because you're you're feeling overwhelmed or you can drop it off because you're feeling better and then mm-hmm. you pick it up again right having that flexibility yep. of healing any time of the year is important and that's what the podcast is about yep um, we're working on season two i've seen i've seen some stuff on um you have conversations with the sister I, I don't know her name where uh they katie. were really good i tried to, what was her, her name katie her her podcast is Go called ahead. vulnerable city what was that? A vulnerable city. Vulnerable city. Yes, actually, we're gonna be. Uh, I don't know when this is gonna air, but we're okay. gonna. We're it's gonna, gonna air next Thursday. Great, because we're gonna be live Thursday. Okay. So you know Ooh. you can check us in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna be live on Thursday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. You know you can catch. You know every, all. Yeah. All yeah, the all the uh, all the links. Everything is gonna be. You know it's gonna be up on the graphics. That's fine. But um. Uh, yeah. So the podcast go. um started. I went to South Africa with a mm-hmm. couple of my friends mm-hmm. um for school mm-hmm. and wow. we just kept talking about healing and we all went to South Africa for different purposes. Um, a lot of it was uh ancestrally to be able to like heal from that conversation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it just started and mm-hmm. we're in Cape Town having our last dinner mm-hmm. and one of my friends she was like you should talk about this out loud like to people and I was like no, no, no nobody wants to hear me like nobody wants to hear what I have to say like at all nobody wants to hear she's like no 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 I have like, I have checked in for like, real yeah. you've had some you yeah. had some good ones girl I, yeah. I was ready to jump in <laughs> yes. I tried to represent for the brothers <laughs> like, Yo, you ain't gonna talk us like that oh right um but that's how it started and it was just this this need that I understand that people need to hear themselves, right? We need to be able to, we get to figure it out and heal and right. all, this, all this good stuff. So right. Healing All Year podcast is on the link below. Link below, check website. it out. Yes. Okay. Well, listen, um, I'm pretty sure we could go on for days. For hours. I always say, like yo, I always say that. I swear to God, I always say that. Yeah. Um, I always mention it. And, um, you know, we could, you know, there's a, obviously yeah. there's a time limit, but, of you know, course, we don't want to. Of course. Thank you. Of course. Um, thank you. Thank I, you. I appreciate you, sis. Yes. No one has ever gotten a, an applause on the show. Ooh. Mike, look. Mike is dropping things. He is, he is Drop happy. the mic, Mike. Mike is dropping the mic. Um, See, serious stuff happened today. For real, man. Yes. You know, I yes. think thank we you. tapped in. I think, you know, the topic of conversation and making it a norm. Yeah. You know, we are, we well, 
Evan is a bigger burly man than me and Kev, but you know, whatever. You know, we we dudes, you know, guys yeah. don't really discuss their feelings. Yeah. Making that the norm. Mental health discussions and making mental health discussions the norm. Yes. 100%. Appreciate you coming in, my sister. I love you to death. Love you look the same. You girl, you haven't changed since college. You know, Jesus. You know, brown, no brown, black, no red. You know how that go, you know. Um, Check out my girl, Nelia Escobar. Her information is going to be below. I am Nelia Escobar on the gram. Uh, Healing All Year podcast on the gram. Uh, Link me. Find me. Follow yeah. me. Yeah. And if anybody, and if, the, if somebody wanted to, sure. could they yes. set up a telehealth session? Yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah. Um, I will send you the link to be posted. Let's as to go. Like where we can go and where they can reach Listen. Out. Yeah. Appreciate you. Um, awesome. Knowledge, great yeah. information. Yeah. yeah. At the Real Estate Trifecta on the gram. At the Real Estate Trifecta on YouTube, at the Real Estate Trifecta, gmail.com. Send us whatever you got. Questions, answers, yeah. all that good stuff. Evan Russell, my guy. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yes, Love sir. Love. Had a great one. Natural, bro. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Bro, Appreciate shining. It. It's easy with, with people like you, you know? Appreciate that, brother. Guys, Thank you very like much. You very welcoming. I appreciate yeah. the boost in credit, too, man. You know, you you <laughs> got me, man. Experience just went. That's up. right. My, my phone is going off. I got an alert, too. Credit, Lydia, too. Yeah. Credit card is sending us alerts right now, brother. We love you. Listen, we're signing out on this one. Stay tuned. Right after this episode, we're going to jump into something special. We appreciate you. Love you. Peace and love. And we out.